Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of ACAST Recommends. Welcome to Two Black Girls, One Rose. We're two black girls invading the messiest reality dating shows on earth. I'm Natasha. And I'm Justine. And this season, we're recapping Lifetime TV's hit show, Married at First Sight in Nashville. Married at First Sight (laughs) is a full-on hot mess of a social experiment. Each week on our podcast, we recap the latest episode and dissect the trials and tribulations these five newly married couples are going through, while also dissecting relevant dating, marriage, and relationship topics. And after five years deep in Bachelor Nation, we're now diving into the Married at First Sight universe. So come join us. Listen to us on all podcast platforms every Thursday and join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com slash twoblackgirlsfunnels. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. Hello, welcome to Quickstop F1. My name is Nasha and you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us and we appreciate that. Joining me on the podcast as ever is my co-host Tandy. Tandy, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, thank you. I've yeah. missed you guys. Yeah. Um, really missed talking Formula One. So, And this was such an exciting race anyway to talk about, so absolutely exhilarating race uh i yeah cannot wait to pick the bones out of it uh and joining us uh is yannick yannick how are you today thank you for joining us hey guys hey guys yeah thanks for having me man i'm I'm okay man i'm okay uh it was you know it's a great race uh a big smile i think i did you know it was it was it was it was kind of like i was excited to see you know two top drivers just going at it you know just like just just what we wanted basically so yeah yeah no, and uh, it's nice actually because whenever we talk, it's always just like through Formula One tweets on the timeline. So it's nice <laughs> yeah. to actually get you on and talk yeah, to you in, in real life. So, um, so I'm just gonna let's I guess let's get into it real quick. So we have a wet start. Uh, we've got people on different tires. I think uh, the highest person on on the full wets was Gasly, um, but you know further back there were others on full wets. People are crashing on the way to the grid, uh, Alonso. But uh, we have to start. And Tandy uh, hey. at the start, we we see Lewis versus Max uh, and Perez into turn one. Uh, what were your thoughts at that point, and kind of seeing Lewis go off like that? That was so crazy because I honestly thought that it was going to be a a Red Bull chasing a Mercedes kind of race. That's what I thought. Ideally, that's what we all kind of thought. And we thought that was going to be our podium lineup. But as I always say with Imola, it's so unpredictable. That entire, like you know, that track within itself is just crazy anyway. And so many sharp turns. Like it was always, as soon as I heard that there was rain, I just knew. This isn't going to be. It was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a matter. Uh, and uh, I guess Yannick, when when uh, when you saw saw them going into turn one side by side, did you did you fear for the worst or did, what? What did you think? That's the thing. So I, I'm pretty, I was hungover, so I was just. Wait, I, I <laughs> oh missed, yeah. I, I, I missed I missed the start. So I think. <laughs> wait, why why is Max had a Lewis? What's happened? So obviously they're showing yeah. the replays. Oh my gosh, that was. I think that's Lewis Lewis's nightmare having two Rebels behind him and no Bottas in sight. He's got no protection, yeah. and he had a he had a pretty poor start. You'd expect obviously on the, on wet. When did he, did he start on the inters or the full wets? Was inters right? He started on the inters. Uh, yeah, so you know, on inters. can't really get any minimum much heat in the tires. So it's gonna be a slow start. And Red Bulls are you know notoriously fast starters. So he's sandwiching two Red Bulls. He, he he did well to remain second, I guess, because I did drop back to third race over, and that's you know we've been uh, Mercedes is like worst nightmare. Yeah, yeah, they were showing little clips in the pre-race of uh like the timelines of like Lewis Hamilton and and Max Verstappen and how like obviously Lewis is started in 2007 and whatever Max was karting, but there there's a I think it was after they touched in Mexico 2018 maybe and they asked Lewis they were like do you uh do you like when you're up against Max and like an overtaking thing? Do you kind of think differently than any other driver? He's like, yeah, of course, uh, because yeah, Max is you know he's a full sender. They've had contact before, mm-hmm. and uh, normally I must say, normally like nine times out of ten, Lewis kinds of back backs out of those kind of situations at the yeah, start, and he's like, yeah. and he's like, he's more of like a long race yeah. kind of guy. But he he went for it, and I, I did. I was a bit worried when uh, 
the pieces came off his front wing, but he came through it okay. He did. And I think, again, just proving how mm. well for five years, not many people would have recovered from that. And he did so well in kind of just building himself back up. Yeah, it was, for sure. It was quite it was quite a scruffy race for him, don't you think though? Like that's probably the scruffy race I've seen Lois drive in a long time. The start yeah. the mistake, you know, when he's past he trying to uh, you know, overtake George uh, uh that bar cart and then um but he, he had another little mistake later on in the race as well. It was it wasn't the most clean race by him, I think. He's, maybe right. that start that's that start got him, you know, off his game maybe. No, that, that's a really good point. Uh and I guess, you know, after the pit stops obviously they kind of came out you know, just behind, uh, you know, Max kind of kept the lead. And yeah, so Lewis going into the, going into the hoardings, Yannick, when, you know, we don't often see, like I say, Lewis make mistakes like that. I I didn't think he was going to get out. I'm not going to lie. Did I, I, thought, I, I, I just thought, you know, I thought of the watch, you know what, he's, he's done for, he beached it, like he can't find a gear, but then he, he, he found a way out. And yeah. obviously we saw what happened afterwards, it kind of, it, it softened the blow of that mistake. If, yeah. had it, had, if if he hadn't if he hadn't crashed if he hadn't gone off, how would the race up? And I just don't know because he was coming back at Max. He literally was there. It was just too many mistakes. Yeah. too many mistakes in the pits as well. So his race was was so chaotic, but he managed to finish second and get the, the you know the fastest lap. So yeah, some, some yeah, definitely on that. What you just definitely sorry, Yannick. Definitely on what you've just said, guys. I like to check the um the Formula One Instagram comments, and someone <laughs> yeah. actually did actually say, and he got attacked for it. Bless him. He did say that maybe Botta. He said weird conspiracy theory. Maybe Bottas crashed so Lewis wouldn't have passed. <laughs> 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 throw, throw tomatoes at this man. Because you know. It definitely yeah. could be a blow for embarrassment, I guess, because the yeah. whole topic would have been Lewis, but, you know. So, I mean, look, let's... It, it was the the big, big talking point of the race, I guess, other than, um, you know, some of the other things that kind of went on in the race. We've got two... We've got a Williams. I think, first and foremost, we've got a Williams racing a Mercedes. And so we know something's not right there. And we're we're seeing, you know, I think... Turkey last season when we had the conditions which were slippery and mm. Bottas I think spanned three times yeah. you know I think got lapped or maybe got lapped but uh you know he was poor then and you know struggled behind Stroll for for a lot of the race um what do you guys think then of of this incident you know who if you let's say I, you can't say that it's a racing incident if you had to lay the blame at someone's door who is at fault for the George Russell Valtteri Bottas crash? <laughs> I already blamed. I already blamed for what was wrong on Twitter earlier today, and I, I blame Russell. Um, okay. The reason why I blame Russell is he knows it's Imola. Imola is notoriously kind of it's not the widest track in the world, and you know it's it's high speed corners, <clears throat> chicanes, high speed corners, and you're you're racing on a you know on a drying track. It's not actually dry yet. So, you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna overtake someone, there's a chance you're gonna like, you know, wear spin your wheels and crash out. Obviously Bottas did shift a bit to the right, but he was on the racing line. I can't really fault him. Mm. He's, you know, he's coming to yeah. the corner, the corner's coming up, he's on the racing line. He just shifts to the right a little bit, but not enough to cause um George Rush the crash. And poor George, he was going so well at the time as well. If he had just, you know, bided his hand a bit, he probably would have overtaken him, you know, on a, after the next corner. But I think that's just the experience there. And obviously you're driving a car that's not as good as the other one, that's not as great greatest reactions. And he crashes. So I'm blaming both of them there. Like, that's just me personally. Yeah. I don't always, always think differently. Yeah. No, it's, it's it's a valid opinion. Tandy, do you agree? Is it is it George's fault? Is it Valtteri's fault? Who you And you can't say it's a racing incident. I want blame. Who want is to blame? Game. Want to play the want, blame oh, let's play the blame game. Let's play the blame game. Okay, so I watched this... I watched and watched and watched and tried to see who kind of was in the wrong on this one. And I definitely kind of agree with Yannick that (laughs) I think George is definitely in a position where he's, he feels like he should be in that seat. Let's be very honest. And he's a little, and I think he saw this, this Mercedes coming through and he said, yeah, I should be in that seat. And he thought, 
let me just go for it. And it was just a really silly move on both their parts. But I definitely think it was George's fault, I'm going to say, yeah. And obviously George came out and he he knocked poor Bottas on his head. I really felt sorry for Bottas today, you know, guys. And he knocked (laughs) him on the head and he said, you trying to kill us? And it's like, no, man, like, come on, like, calm down, you know. It's just a big fault. And poor Bottas was against the the fence. He looked, he mm-hmm. looked his. It was, yeah, I'm not really. Hmm. I didn't you really know. like George's reaction. I didn't really yeah, like his reaction. It was, it's just crash. Instead of finding if it's okay or not, you know, you're, you're, you're always, you're all that, you know, I know there's a lot of like rivalry, there's a lot of competition mm-hmm. from the one did it. All the drivers respect each other. And they know that after a big crash like that, your first, your first attitude, you know, towards concern is that, you know, is my fellow yeah. driver racer okay? But George, mm-hmm. you know, his reaction was a bit was a bit hard. I think. I think he might regret his reaction if he looks back on it. Maybe. Yeah, I I think you're right. I, at first, I thought he'd gone over to um, to see if he was okay. That's you know yeah. before they did the zoom up thing and whatever. I saw him kind of walk over. I was like, okay, he's going over to see if he's okay. And then I thought the tap on the head was like, oh, you know, take You're care. You're right, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, take it. And then I think when they see, you know, Valtteri obviously flipping him the bird, mm. and I think you know, in a, uh, in, in, I think in an interview they asked him, and they were like, you know, why did you go over? And he goes, you know, I went over and asked him if he was trying to kill us, and it's just like, you know. But then again, you know, I fortunately have never crashed at two hundred miles per hour, so you know, I, I can imagine, you know, that it's it's not a pleasant feeling. But um, I've got some quotes here from one Toto Wolf. Go on. So he was quite on the vents on Sky. And I was like, oh, okay. that's." I was actually thinking, I I was expecting him to kind of bow back foul to you a bit more. But here are some quotes, and they are not good for George. Um, He says, the whole situation should never have happened. Valtteri had a bad 30 laps and shouldn't have been there, but George should have never launched into that manoeuvre, considering the track was drying up. It meant taking risk, and the other car is a Mercedes in front of him. In any driver's development, for a young driver, you must never lose this global perspective. So, yeah, lots to learn. Um, and he basically goes on to say, like, you know, if you you should, you know, if you see it's a Mercedes there, you shouldn't really be doing that. It was a very questionable move. So, Papa Papa Wolf was <laughs> not happy. Um, and I think you guys are right. I've, you know what? I, for, the, for the sake of balance, I'm going to say it was Bottas's fault. And what I said on uh, Twitter was that I felt that Bottas moved late, essentially. Quite similar to... Um, remember when Max and Ricardo crashed in uh, Azerbaijan a few years ago? And, you know, Ricardo, it's a bit different because Ricardo just went straight into the back of Verstappen. But he it was basically because, you know, Verstappen moved late in the braking zone. And I think, I think Bottas did that. I think, I think with George, I think where it's his fault, and I definitely agree, is the risk reward ratio. You know, yes, getting into ninth place is a big deal for you guys. But, you know, 10th is also good. And wait for an opportunity where you don't have to potentially put a wheel on the grass, you know. Um, I think he is a bit wound up. I think he did want to make a point the same way he probably wanted to make a point in Bahrain. Uh, this time it didn't, it didn't, it didn't come together. And I think it, I think, like I say, the way he's gone over to him as well, I think it's reflected quite poorly on him. But, you know, he'll, like Toto says, you know, lots to learn. And, um, you know, I think questions can be asked about why Bottas was in that position in the first place. But potentially we may get to that. But let's get to our... Actually, no, before we get to that, um, I guess, guess, uh, you know, after that, we've got a restart. um, And we end up having quite an interesting race obviously with mm. with Hamilton coming through the pack and with yeah. with you know with Norris as well um but i guess uh, we haven't really spoke about Verstappen i guess um actually you know what we'll get into it because i feel we'll cover these things in the ratings so let's rate yannick you can go first who was your 
Who was your star driver of the day and why? See, I have a driver of the weekend that we just today because Ooh. okay, like, nice, yeah. He was he was terrific all weekend, and I'm quite sure. I'm not actually sure because I know like I saw last year that you know he has he has he has talent, and that's Lando Norris. He's yeah, one right. white. He's one. He's one white time away from being on the second row, if I'm mistaken. So yeah. So like he he had a strong qualifying, and obviously in the race he he you know he was behind uh, Ricciardo, who's probably my second favorite driver on the grid. Uh, behind him, you know, and he was fast in Ricciardo, and he's he was you know he got himself a podium. He he drove excellently over the over the whole weekend. Like he had a great day, a great weekend. He's just he's showing me that real promising signs that he might be the lead driver at, at, at McLaren, and I didn't think that'd be the case because no. you know he's showing that's two races now, and uh, maybe because Ricciardo, Danny, you know, he's getting used to the car still, but you know he's paying like a fiddle to to Norris. Yeah, no, you're you're right, Tandy. Any any thoughts on Norris? Yeah, definitely. Really um, as you all know, I'm a very big Ricardo stan, but I think yeah. I, th- <laughs> I think <laughs> um, I think definitely he's he, this weekend was his weekend, and I think he looked back on what happened at Quali and he said, "You know what? Today's another day," and he definitely proved that today's another day. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Having Hamilton behind, yeah, just trying to take you over and trying to maintain podium. Now you know you can hear that Hamilton's gun in and he's just climbing up the ladder. You be shitting, do you know what I mean? And he's, <laughs> he's gone and he's kept it. So well done to him, definitely, definitely. Well done, no, Landon Norris, uh, absolutely amazing. I think you're you're right, Anik, in that he has. You know, we both kind of like football as well. And you can tell when, like, a young player visibly goes yeah, up yeah, a notch. Yeah. I mean, even you, Tandy, you know. So, like, uh, he has really gone up a notch this season. From, you know, from testing, he's looked really quick. And this weekend, like I say, he was so close to being uh, third uh, on the grid. Uh, he, um, I think the fact that he was on soft tyres as well. So he's brave enough to go on soft tyres for 30 laps made the tyres last. Um, I was watching in an interview and he said that he was basically tyre saving as uh, after he passed Leclerc at the restart, he was tyre saving the next lap for the rest of the race because he knew that his tyres were going to be done. So real maturity in, in that drive. And, and um, I'm really, I'm really happy for him. And look, Ricardo's got a fight on his hands. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, I feel like once I think give it until like half a season and like once Ricardo's really like performing well in that car I think McLaren are going to be a that's going to be a really, I think it's going to be Max versus Ricardo part two basically because you're just going to have two ridiculously talented drivers basically yeah um, you're right you're right I feel for him somehow to Ricardo because <laughs> he, I feel like he's got enough talent just to be there with the big boys but just yeah there's always something missing and I really like him and I I didn't really want him to leave Red Bull, but you know I understand why. You know he wants to be the big talent at another team, but then now he's he's at McLaren and he's got he's got Lando there now. So <laughs> you know, but hopefully this turns out well for both. I hope they both have a great, a great season. Yeah, no, I think it's it's great to see. Look, uh, if if there's ever any inspiration for someone like Williams, it's to look at McLaren and look how they've gone from like pretty much second slowest car on the grid to third quickest. And you know, uh, there's a potential there. You know, if I think if there's any more wacky races where potentially Mercedes and Red Bull both mess up, you know, McLaren are going to be in pole position to be able to pick up pick up a win for sure. Um, Tandy. Hello. Hello, hello. Give us your your driver of the day, your driver of the weekend. Uh, who who impressed you this weekend? Um, I definitely agree that Lando Norris is my favourite this weekend. He showed absolutely impeccable growth, as we were just saying. Um, yeah. I really, do you know what? Like in quality, it was really sad what happened. You know, he brought out that lovely statement where he yeah. said, "How I feel right now, inches away from P three, my mistake. I misjudged it, and the time was deleted. Sorry to everyone at McLaren. I effed up. You deserve better today." And I just thought, what a great sportsman. Do you know what I mean? And it was really nice to see Lewis Hamilton just backing him and saying, "You know what? Like we all fuck up. It's okay." And then yeah. returning back today and just being amazing. That was good, yeah. but mm. you can't have Norris, so I'm going to ask Why? you to give someone. Else. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been chosen. <laughs> like, yeah. you, can't, you can't just have it. A... <laughs> okay oh, after Norris then I'd give it to Hamilton I'd give it to Hamilton yes. okay oh, good because 
my guy, literally <laughs> spinning out to all the way back to the top and making it for a podium. Certain man weren't even thinking. I saw Twitter. I saw you people. I saw your little tweet no, about look at look at your goat look at your goat tweets and yeah. He climbs it. So there you go. I knew you wanted me to say that. No, I mean, look. <laughs> uh, Any time to further the Hamilton propaganda, I'm here for it. Don't, don't worry about that. I, I look. I think. I think we're right in terms of. Mm. You know, yeah, it was messy, but I think you know, and he has a great car. But I think you know, in terms of racecraft, it's it's a difficult circuit to overtake. It. I think you know, everyone else had big problems overtaking on that circuit. Um, other than Lewis Hamilton, um, you know, uh, obviously Max Verstappen did well. I think I, I was going to, I'll get into that in a bit, but uh, yeah, I think from ninth to ninth to second in 30 laps, medium tires, changeable conditions, pretty much, you know, obviously drying, drying track, but uh, slippery and, and, and all of that, you know, he, he did amazing. Uh, and I, I, I love him and I, you know, that's, that's I, you know, you didn't have to ask me twice. <laughs> um, Yannick, any, any, any praise for Hamilton or, or do you think it's, do you think it's tempered by the mistakes? I, I think, I think he had like, he did well to recover, but he had a terrible race. And I'm, you know, I am a Lewis, like you guys, I'm a Lewis stan. I think, yeah. he's, you know, one of my favourite sportsmen ever. But I think this was the very scruffy race and he, he escaped by just going to be because, that could have easily fin- had him finish in maybe 10th, screen yeah. for a point. But, you know, it's flipped it and he's finished second. Would he have finished second if, you know, it wasn't for all his mishaps anyway? I don't know. But, mm. you know, he second. And he's, all, and he's still leading into the champion by one point. And yeah. Lewis isn't notorious for, for the greatest starts of seasons anyway. So for first, second place quite early on, you know, I think he'll take that. If you're asking before the start of the season, first the races, you get a first, a second, and you'll be leading the championship after the second of two races, would you take it? I'm sure he would have taken that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, you're right. He always comes on in the second part of the season like a train. So all the points they can accumulate now, I think, uh, yeah, it's definitely definitely going to be worth it in the end. Okay. my I'm going to choose uh, Lando Norris. I'm joking. Well, wow. <laughs> I know. I, you know what? Lando was my first uh, as well. And yeah, he, he's he, just so happy for him. I uh, my, I'm gonna choose. Like, I'm gonna choose Verstappen. Um, I'm normally I try not to pick the winner of the race because you know obviously you know the winner's done well, but you know there are other stories down you know in you know in in the paddock you know, of drivers who've done well. You know I think Leclerc, you know honorary mention did quite well. I think Stroll getting seventh in the Aston Martin is a really yeah. good drive. Um, but I think today, after last week, uh, not last week, because it was, it feels like 84 years ago. It was, uh, it was three weeks ago in Bahrain. Um, after that, you know, not getting the win when he probably should have, you know, going wide for the, t- uh, for the, for the overtake. And then, you know, I think that probably stung, and I think we're watching a Max Verstappen. There's been questions before about whether he is ready for a title fight. Is does he have the temperament for it? Is he mature enough? You know, he made a mistake in qualifying yesterday. Yeah, yesterday, which potentially you know could have seen him on pole without it. Mm. Makes up for it with an amazing start. Bolts it down the road. Um, you know, keeps his head. He went through traffic really well. Um, ends up winning the race by 20 seconds, you know. Um, it was a really solid performance from him. And I think, you know, um, I think it's going to set up uh, an absolutely, like, classic season. Uh, if if he's driving on that level, and if we have a Lewis Hamilton who is prone to mistakes and is not going to be the perfect Hamilton that maybe we saw last season or a Hamilton that's under a lot more pressure than Bottas is going to give him, then, you know, I think we're in for a classic season. So that's Did my... that take a lot for you to say Lewis Hamilton, who is prone to mistakes? Did you have to say I, I, you know, like, I don't want, I don't know. I don't want a bad mouth from at all. I wish I could show you, I wish I could show you my vision board. He's even on my vision oh board. Oh my so God. I've got him, I've got him looking at me <laughs> whilst I'm saying all this stuff. But, um, Look, I think, I think, to, I mean, and, and there's been other, even in Turkey, he had a couple of times where he kind of went off 
went off the track and outbroke himself. So, you know, he is like say, like you said, he's only human. Um, and you know, pressure. It's a different kind of pressure from when it's a different uh, a different team. You know, mm. uh, it's very intense. So let's see. But I think we're the way Red Bull have set up this year. I, I think they're faster over one lap. I think Mercedes. I think they're a lot more even over over race pace. So I think they're gonna. Yeah, I think they're gonna have a really good really good battle. And let's let's see. But I think Verstappen did really well today for sure. For sure. Um, Yannick, I know you've got to go at nine. So I want to get into your, before you go, who your donkey of the weekend was. Who who didn't do it for you? See, I had I had like two in mind. Um, yeah. I was going to go for one of the, one of the houses. You all, but I thought, you know what? It's unfair to go for the, for the, for the slowest cars on the grid. I'm going to go for Yeah. I know you're probably going to, I'm taking one of yours already now. I'm going to go for Bottas. <laughs> because... Yeah. yeah. I just, I, he, he, this is, I think, a crucial point in his career. Yeah. Because on his day, he can be phenomenal. He can be the guy, you know, who will, you know, push you to the limit. But you'll probably end up winning anyway, but he'll push you to the limit. Yeah. But when he's not on form, he's just a liability to the team. Like, like, like Toto said, you shouldn't be in 10th, finding yourself in 10th for the first place. You should be a lot higher up the grid. So, you, you know, like, he's obviously, he's not the only, uh, he's not the only, uh, second man to have a poor race because I'm sure you know, Perez had a poor race as well. He went off the track. I think he probably went off the track twice. I think I'm not mistaken. Twice, but, yeah. So like, it's just I think it's a day of it. I mean, you probably you probably someone just probably say Perez, but I'm going to watch us. It's just he shouldn't he shouldn't be doing what he's doing right now, especially this many seasons in you know as a Mercedes driver. You should be doing a lot better. You should be helping your teammate if anything. And you know when you have a poor qualifier, you're going to have a poor race as a you know as a you know as a as a top team driver. So. He, he had a terrible weekend, awful weekend. Then he's my donkey of the day, donkey of the weekend. Just don't people stop right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's not great, is he? Mm. Tandy, uh, you've been on record calling Bottas a bum. He is. I've been trying <laughs> to tell you people for a very long time that, you know, I would even, that, that's what I was saying to you. Like, Russell definitely knows that he should be in that seat and, Bottas just at this point he doesn't even seem like he wants to be there he doesn't seem very interested you know so I did feel sorry for him today though oh my gosh I really did feel sorry for him like it it can be quite traumatizing just being in a in a crash anyway but yeah at this point like he really shouldn't be making those mistakes and that's why I'm going to put him as one of my donkeys for this um for this week because yeah there's no there's no excuse for it as Toto did definitely say he shouldn't have been there in the first place. So, you know, yeah, yeah, he should have been there. Yeah, he uh, he struggles cutting through traffic. Yeah, um, and I guess you know it's harder for him at that point because there was only one racing line, and I, you know, I don't know if there was DRS the whole race, but you know he was stuck behind Lance Stroll for a ridiculous amount of laps, and I guess it just makes you think, like you know, you're always thinking the back of your mind if that was Lewis. Would he have found a way to get past? Would he have been stuck in in tenth place that long? Like you know, it's it's a shame for Valerie. He it was such a poor performance. I think the crash. I think the crash helps him a little bit because it. You know, we're having a discussion about whether it was George's fault or not. You know, and obviously it's a bad race, but we're not focused. If he had another thirty laps down in you know, God knows what place, 30th, 10th place, you know, a lap behind as well. If there's no big crash, you know, he stays a lap behind. Um, You know, it's, uh, and potentially passed by Lewis on his way back. You know, I think it's, uh, could have been even worse. So yeah, really good pick uh, for both of you. Um, But let me, let me also say. Oh yeah, sure. A half donkey, guys. Okay. Me out here. Yuki in quality. Okay. Okay. Yuki's yeah. Quali- yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was pretty Yuki bad. But qualifying. That yeah. Was pretty, okay. In my head, I thought, oh, no, no, you're not in your first season. You your, your first yeah. season. Your first season. <laughs> be that early first, first key, come on. You, yeah. I want better. For him. I love that guy. I want better for him. He did, he did okay in the race, though. Pardon? 
he did okay at points in the race. I'm like, okay. He was doing okay. Yeah, he knew that was a mistake. Yeah. yeah. I just didn't expect that from him. Uh, yeah. Half donkey point to him. Half donkey. Just like, yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Was it like a, a kid? Is like a, no, that's a goat. That's a baby goat. Uh, I don't even know. <laughs> was a baby yeah. donkey? Um, Who knows? Yeah, a, a kid? No, it's a kid. I feel like a kid is a, a goat. A stallion? No. What's donkey off Shrek? Is he not a big no? I think he's just a big old donkey. donkey. Look, we'll, we will look into this, guys. Let us know in the comments what is the name of the of a of the child of a donkey. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, with Yuki, I think we're seeing the effects of a lack of testing that uh, everyone's got because all of. I mean, look, like I say, the Haas guys. That car feels like a bit of a death trap, to be honest. Uh, and having two rookies in there, and you yeah. know, is uh, I mean, that team is yeah, just, it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, Yuki, you know, I think he had he's had that issue uh, in qualifying yesterday. I think everyone who's moved teams is saying that they're struggling with the car, yeah, everyone's, um, yeah. Because everyone want to get used to their cars, aren't they? Yeah. I think there was like, uh, I think it's only three teams who have kept their drivers from last season. So, uh, you know, you've got 14 drivers, or sorry, 14, seven teams. And, you know, a lot of of situations where, you know, people have have moved teams and and are struggling in that team. So, yeah, uh, Yuki, Yuki, Yuki is a... I feel like, yeah, he just needs... Him and Gasly both need a race where it's just normal because they've got a quick car. That's the sad thing about it, uh, and they just need they need time to be able to, yeah. yeah, to to just have a normal race, get used to the car, and score some points as well. I think he's getting roasted in the group chat in the imaginary group chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't a it wasn't the best performance. Mm. Um, and I guess I'll go into my my donkey in a bit. I want to just, I guess, before you go, Yannick, um, is there anything, obviously after seeing this race, people are calling it a classic. I don't know if I'd call it a classic. It was good. Oh, nah. What do you call it, it a classic? Good. It was no, an exciting race. It was so, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, was, I, read it. I think it was the BBC. And they were like, Verstappen wins classic. I was like, oh. Well, but it was entertaining um but yannick you know if there's one thing that you would like to see or one uh one redeeming performance you'd like to see or one like piece of action you'd like to see or whatever like you know uh, i think the next race is portugal um so what are you kind of what are you looking forward to, to kind of seeing in portugal do you know what I want? Uh, I want a, a, a third team, like you know, being involved in a battle for the win. Obviously, you know, it's it's, yeah. it's it's a reach to expect teams like McLaren or Ferrari to be involved, but I need that third team to be involved. So, like the good old days when you had three teams fighting that for you know for yeah. position and the wins just made it exciting. So, I need another team to be involved in the scrap. I think that would make the next race just like, exciting because it's at the moment in time it's just just Lewis against Max. Mm. Yeah, just was good, but they don't have to worry about. They don't have to worry about their teammates right now. So they're both, both of them are just you know being they're being donkeys themselves. So you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. I need I need somebody else to be there. I can't I can't rely on the number twos. I don't have a number one to be there. So I'm hoping the clerk or you know the, the two McLaren boys kind of like you know yeah. get busy mixed race. Yeah, I think I think so. I think uh, I would love it. I think that'd be. I think it'd be really good. I think Lando. I was gassed yesterday. I was watching qualify. I was like, I thought Lando was going to stick it on pole. I was like on the <laughs> edge of my seat. <laughs> it was crazy. So I, if 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 some yeah, if we can have more action like that, I think what is going to be a great season will be yeah. will be even better, even better. Tandy, who do you think out of? I guess out of it probably looks like McLaren, but I guess McLaren and Ferrari. That looks like, you know, the, the, those no, two. Not, come on now. You know I'm not I'm <laughs> a fan of the Ferrari lads. I'm not going to lie to you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I feel like Leclerc, he was lucky he even made it in a, a decent position today. Otherwise, I feel like they don't feed him. If not, he's not fed. 
Would you? Good food. He gets shouting at if he doesn't get set. Okay. I, I don't know about that contract, guys. Okay, but <laughs> I would wow. obviously love to see a McLaren in there. But I need if we're gonna be pushing this agenda of Norris kind of taking this third place in, kind of pushing the two the two drivers I think we should actually have Ricardo matching his energy but at the yeah. moment Ricardo's still getting used to his car so we might not see that next week do you know what I mean we might not actually I think this might be a one-off thing in an ideal world hopefully but I'm not gonna lie to you I don't think we'll see you it. don't think it's you don't think it's gonna be a, a sustained kind nah, of thing it's not gonna be sustained it's a lot, it's a lot to ask though yeah. you know, there's, there's, there's a big gap between you know the top two and then you know the next best team but I just like I want to see that more often. I want to see the McLaren there more often. Mm-hmm. I want to see. I don't want it just to be you know okay cool. If Max is going to win, then it's just like maybe Lewis second and the the other two number twos are fighting for the for the last place on the podium. Yeah. I just you know it was it just ref- it was refreshing to see you know another car there you know so high up in, in the standing. So I just want to see more of that this season. May not get it every time because you know pace that ridiculously uh, high for the for the top two teams on you know on a, a given any given weekend, but. I like to see more fun. Yeah. Yeah, it it would be nice. It it would be really nice. And I think Portugal's a good Portugal's a good track as well. Uh there was a lot of overtaking last season. Um and um I th- I think Bottas was first. Either Bottas was first or he went into I think he went into the lead at one point before Hamilton hunted him down. Um so yeah, I yeah, I think I would I would love to see that. I'd love to, you know I would just I'm actually it sounds weird, but I wouldn't mind like I wouldn't mind it's like an uh, I guess we had one in Bahrain, but like a dry race and with Bottas and Perez not messing up. Like I because we every time we're like okay oh now wow there's gonna be mad strategies who because this and then and then it's just never yeah doing. Perez like not his fault in Bahrain but his car stalls and like stalls like dies on the way to the grid and miraculously starts up again so like he wasn't really involved and like Bottas just didn't have the pace so uh, yeah and then obviously this week you know, just poor performances from both so it'd be really cool if it was genuinely four equal pace cars you know in the top two and you know let's see how that kind of comes out you know in the end i think that would be so that'd be really dope but um, it feels as if um feels as if like here uh bottas and um perez have their own spin-off show <laughs> the, main, the main story they've got their own spin-off show it's like you've got the main story which is max and you know max and lewis and you've yeah. got bottas and, and perez have their own like spin-off you know like they've had their um, and incident packs first few races for all the yeah. wrong reasons. So yeah, they're having their own season over there. <laughs> it is. They are the the comedy duo. They are like the comic <laughs> relief of of the sitcom, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I hope that it, it kind of it, it gets. I hope it gets better. Um, Yannick, are you, are you? I don't want to keep you before you you need to leave. Yes, I'm back to go now. Uh, no worries. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah, sorry, sorry for the delay. It's, it's all right. We'll so get, thanks for having me. That's right. We'll get you on when it's uh when you've got when we've got more time and my computer yeah, no doesn't problem. spend an hour yeah, updating. I'll be glad to be back. I'll be glad no, to be back, man. No worries. Thank you so much, Annie. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me, man. Um, okay. So, so Tani, just me and you. How intimate? Um, um, I actually want to talk about something now. Okay, and I hate. <laughs> To be the woman who is, can somebody please think about the children? Yeah, shoot. But do you not think the F1 cars of 2021, is that the year we're in yet? 2021, yeah. aren't made for the Imola track anymore. So this is a really good, this is a really good discussion point. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's a, quite a few tracks mm-hmm. where F1 has outgrown Mm-hmm. The, the circuit so you know because they're now the cars are i think two meters long yeah they're really wide you know um i was watching some footage of damon hill in 1995 uh going around imola and the cars are so thin like yeah. they're, they're they're tiny you know they're um so cool. and now yeah. 
these ones are so wide and as we can see like even at that star in those tans and yeah all that the same you guys have to remember that that tan is the same tan you know the tan i'm talking about is the same tan yeah where yeah where where asena died yeah and so that brings me to my other comment which is Russell's behavior towards Boas today was quite disgusting. Considering yeah. that everyone there knows exactly what happened to Senna. And so the first thing you should do is check if somebody's okay. Yeah. You see what uh, I mean? It, it was it was petulant, mm. I would say. You know, I think I think it was petulant. I think I think that um you know, I think there's there's two sides to it. I think one, we don't, on one hand, we don't want robots driving cars. You know, we want emotion, we want personalities, and we want to kind of feel the passion. Yeah, of, I'd love to have seen a punch up. I can't lie. Yeah, no, it would have been it would have been good. <laughs> you know, that would have been dope if there was a punch up. But you know, I think. And so on that side, I'm like, you know, I, I I don't mind. But I think on the other side, it was a bit classless. Yeah. And I think, you know, uh, if at the end of the day, and I think, you know, maybe it's because the danger's kind of gone out of Formula One a little bit, even though, you know, people have, someone's died, you know, as recently yeah. as 2016, I think I want to say. when Ocean crash. Uh, no, well, the Gorgian crash obviously that was that was crazy, but um, uh, not 2016. But I'm trying to think whenever, um, I can't remember his name unfortunately, but the guy who died in um, in the manor car. Um, so you know, someone's died recently in Formula One. You know, you have you had the site where Senna's died. You know, don't be a brat, like it was a it's a brattish thing to do. Like, you know, like, yes, you're pissed off. Yeah. Yes, you know, it, it was a dangerous crash. And yeah, I guess, you know, he feels like he could have died. I, and I guess that's where it comes from. He feels like he could have died. But, I you know, there was, there's an audience watching. In tears, and then I, I kind of just clocked, like, you're going so fast. So, so are you saying it's it's too it's too tight for, I think in those conditions, yeah, it's it's too yeah. tight. For... I, I know I knew I'd sound like somebody please <laughs> <laughs> but you know they are getting a bit too thin I mean they're, they're a bit fat now the cars are chunky yeah and look and I think but this is an argument that people talk about with Monaco for example so Monaco is uh you know we're gonna go to Monaco this year it is tiny like F1 cars the the circuit hasn't changed since 1950 pretty much when they first started going around there so you know the race and i think what where i'm concerned with some of the tracks that f1 goes to is that we the racing suffers we're lucky today that it rains because you know it gives us this change of right but you know a lot of cars were struggling to overtake anyway because it was so thin there's only one dry line even when it got dry people were struggling to overtake because it's really difficult to overtake around there um you know obviously drs if you get drs you know that helps but you know imola uh we're lucky we've got a good race today i guess monaco Mm -hmm. is you know sometimes not a great race Uh, it's your dream look i'd love to go to monaco as a spectator i'd love i want to go monaco i want (laughs) to live up champers yeah, you know I mean, you live the high life in Monaco. But as a as a spectacle, it's not a great race, you know. Um, Singapore isn't a great race, yes. um, but it's a gorgeous place to go to. Uh, you know, uh, Canada is you know isn't a great race. So it's just um, yeah. I think that's F1, but, you know, people love those tracks, the older tracks, you know, so it's about weighing up history and, mm. and, and needs. Um, now, subject of tracks. <laughs> oh, have, oh, gosh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have the new Miami track. Yeah. We're going to Miami. Miami, Miami. Miami. So this track, guys, it yeah. goes right round the iconic Miami Hard Rock Stadium. Yeah. 
Did you Incredible. did you look at the blueprint of it? Did you kind of? I see- did. I did look at the the track. I was looking. Actually, you look. You're so professional at this because I was looking to see. I was like. <laughs> is there going to be overtaking? Because it's a street circuit. I was like, is it going to be? But it looks like they're going to have at least two, yeah, there's yeah. at least two long straights where they'll be able to to overtake. So, yeah, I think it's going to be great. Look, you look at how they do the race in Texas and that always looks like a really great spectacle. They really pull out all the stops. So, you know, I think this is the first... I think it's going to be the first new because like Vietnam hasn't gone through and yeah. uh, Holland oh, hasn't gone through. Yeah. Are we going to Holland this year? I feel like we are. Maybe we are, but um, I don't know if we are. But um, you know, the, for the American owners, it's a new American track. They are going to put so much money into it. You know, it the is, it, Americans are going to put on. Show. <laughs> I mean, mate. I really want to get out there for it. I mean, I've never, I've still never been to a, a Grand Prix, and I feel That's like great. if I'm gonna go to a Grand Prix, Miami. If if I if I'm gonna go to a Grand Prix, Miami. Do you know what I was thinking as soon as I heard Miami? Mm. I know Hamilton, if he leaves next year, will be pissed that he could not show up and show off oh, all his wow. little wacky friends <laughs> kind of clothing. I knew the wardrobe was going to be amazing. He, yeah, no. Mm-hmm. I've, I, watching him race this season and mm-hmm. how he is, mm-hmm. I don't think he's going to retire. Like, no matter what, no matter what happens... Okay. I don't I think he'll just do I think he'll just be doing one year contracts from now on. I just think trying to keep it sourcing. Keeps on just keep it. sourcing. It's like control. Like he you know, he doesn't know what he wants to do in three, four years' time. Like why tie himself down to a contract? You know, Mercedes are always want gonna want to keep him. They're never gonna want to let him go. Um, see how he's feeling at the end of each year, make a decision, you know. Uh, but the way, look, he seems excited by this challenge of Max was happening. He doesn't seem weighed down by it. Although, did you see him when he was in the pit lane and he was like kind of crying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. And he was, oh man, yeah, Lewis. I saw that when he put the red flag on. And I was like, is this guy okay? Lewis. And I know, Lewis. I know. I, I was, yeah, oh, my, it was, my heart was to bleeding. be honest, that race was just dead emotional. I can't lie to you. It like, was, it was crazy. Everyone. It was crazy. Like but, uh, it should have just been Imola. Pardon? I feel like our donkeys should have just been the Imola. <laughs> but the Imola track served up uh, an amazing yeah. race. So, you know, uh, I'm not going to go too hard on it. But, um, <laughs> but uh, it's... Um, yeah, no, Miami. I think is. Uh, I think that's going to be great. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I think F one in general, as a sport, is so in tune with like uh, social media and uh, and just and in terms of just growing it as a spectacle, they're just always trying to improve it. And I think, yeah, I'm really excited for it. I, I can't. I can't wait. Um, I know this is going back a bit. Mm-hmm. I never gave my donkey. Okay. Uh, I want to talk no, about you it. You didn't actually, did you? I didn't know because I just wanted to. Obviously, I just wanted to be nice and you know, I wanted I to get as much Yannick time as possible. So, oh. let's talk about Sergio Perez. Right. I want to talk about Sergio Perez. Right. T- yeah. Today is not good. Not good. Um, yeah. Y- you know. It's just like a, a clumsy performance, I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna say. And I think if there's one seat where you can't have the type of performances that he had, it, it, it is this Red Bull seat. Mm-hmm. Because Helmut Marco is like, you know, you're talking about Charles and Ferrari. Like Helmut Marco is probably Whipping Sergio mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the back of a motorhome mm-hmm. in Imola right now. You know what he's getting? You know those <laughs> you know those African punishments where they make you stand in yeah, like some mad <laughs> yoga pose and like just stand like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sergio mm-hmm. Perez is on one leg with his finger on his nose for half an hour. <laughs> Punishment. 
<laughs> I'm telling you now, he is. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just like you know, because uh, the thing is with Paris, we want him to succeed so bad. You know, he and he did so well in qualifying, and you're thinking, okay, push on. Mm-hmm. You know, he gets jumped to the start by Max. I mean, look, everyone got jumped to the start by Max, so that's that's not an issue. But you know, to spin twice, you know, in a race where he should have been third. Mm-hmm. You know, if we're going to get at Bottas, then we've got to get at Perez. You know, you're in the fastest car on the grid. Yeah, you yeah. cannot be spinning. So that's, yeah, yeah, it's just not going to help him. It's not going to help his case. You know, he needs good races. Uh, he had a good race in Bahrain. Um, but, you know, he needs to, it needs to be consistent if Red Bull are going to keep him on. It does. That's just what comes with being in that particular seat. It just has yeah. to be consistent. It does, you know. It's um, uh, yeah. It's it's not good enough. But you know, if there's a, I guess the difference between this year and like with Albon and with Gasly is that I guess you kind of feel that Perez will sort it out. Uh, do you not so? think so? How so? How, how so? I just think experience. I think when you're an experienced driver. But Perez has nothing to lose. He's had his career. This is his chance. You know, he'll have a solid season. I think he'll have a solid season. He'll get a, a few podiums, at least. Yeah. I think there may be a sneaky win in there, potentially. You know, oh, I should put that on silent. Um, so uh, I think, you know, for me, he he's going into this with like, all I've got to do is try my best. And if they keep me on, they keep me on. If they don't, I've had a 10-year Formula 1 career. Like, you know, I'll run off into the distance. Whereas with Gasly and Albon, these guys are fighting for their lives, like careers, livelihoods. Like, you know, if if it doesn't go right, they know they're getting bounced out of that team straight really? away. Like, <laughs> they just know they're getting bounced. Whereas Sergio, we know he's going to stay for the season. There, There's not going to be a... They're not going to swap Gasly back in. They're not going to. They're definitely not going to put Sonoda into that seat. So we know Sergio's there for the whole season. I think he's going to. I think he's going to. When I say turn it round, I, I think performances like today will be few and far between. But he needs to. He needs to make sure that he's. You know, he's not. They're not frequent. Not making little rookie mistakes. Let's have a word. Who else? Let's let's go down the grid. Um, Let's go down the grid. Okay, so we know Ferrari, solid solid result, fourth and fifth. Um, yeah, we always expect that. Why do you never want to say anything nice about Ferrari? What's the, what's what the Ferrari, Ferrari agenda? It's so nice, man. It's a great result. I feel like, I've always just felt like Ferrari's in a very political team. They're incredibly political. Okay, yeah. Um. I'm not really happy with, I'm still trying to, you know, get round my head around Leclerc's kind of contract and what they actually want of him. I feel like they're really hard on him. I feel, I don't know. Why do you, <laughs> they like, love him. Uh, they love him, but there's something about that team that just scratches me wrong, mate. It just scratches me wrong. And Leclerc FC, I know you're hearing this. <laughs> I don't like you guys either. Oh, wow. Yeah. There you go. We're not going to clip that and put it on social media, <laughs> but <laughs> um, okay. So we've got after a steward's inquiry, mm. uh, we've got a, a stroll behind Gasly after it was given a five second penalty. So we've got Ricardo in sixth, Gasly in seventh, stroll in eighth. That's a good result for 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 stroll. I think stroll's getting the best out of the car. Vettel retired. Um, but you know he had some unfortunate issues throughout the race. Um, but I mean, Stroll two solid results from from Lance Stroll. Mm-hmm. Do you think that Lance Stroll deserves uh, a bit more respect? No. Okay. I mean, does he receive a lot of disrespect? I mean, I think people say that he's a billionaire's son. Mm. His dad pays his way. Um, mm. uh, you know, he, he should have been he should have been chucked out of the uh, Aston Martin team instead of Perez, but obviously his dad kept him in. So um, those are things people say. So, but he's outperforming Vettel 
very easily. Very easily, yeah. Um, so did, can we? Should he start getting some? I respect? think he, he's showing promising signs. I mean, with his dad keeping him in, he's definitely gained experience from Aiden. Start off as absolutely brilliant, but you can tell he's he's promising. He's a promising driver. He's kind of in that little group chat I like to call with like Leclerc and the lot, and they're promising drivers. So yeah. I so think... do you, okay. So do you think do you think uh, Lance Stroll is um, as good as Charles Leclerc? No. Do you think he's as good as uh, Norris? No. George Russell. No, I knew you were going to say that. No, Carlos. Sainz. I think within that little, yes. You think Lance Charles is as good as Carlos Sainz? That's fine. That's your <laughs> opinion. I'm not, I'm not saying you're wrong. Like, um, I, I think with Lance Stroll, the answer is in between. Uh, I feel like I, I feel like he gets too much stick. And he's a, I think, I think he is a reasonable driver. I don't think he's yeah. as bad as, you know, look, we're looking at what Mazepin's doing and that's what someone who is paying their way in the sport looks like, you know? Um, I feel like Lance Stroll is, is got talent. Um, mm-hmm. And I hopefully, I think this season, I think this season he'll outperform Vettel quite easily. And um and then there'll be a conundrum for Aston Martin because yeah. they've got they've got a very expensive driver who exactly. will not be performing. But mm-hmm. look, let's not. I mean, give... the whole Formula One thing we've always known it's about money with a lot of these drivers, and that's why we like him so much because he's actually just come from his dad's like pocket money and just trying to save. But you can't deny a decent driver. He's decent. He's not as bad as certain people. I mean, you can't say he's awful when we have Mazepin on there, can you? No, we can't. Mazepin made it to the end of the race today, though. So, oh, yeah, res- res- respect to the Nikita. Just, uh, just the one spin at the end. Not like my my Formula One friend said to me. He said, you know, all these drivers are getting used to their cars, and he said, um, you've got to kind of give it to Mazepin because Mazepin didn't actually first start off in the car he's in at the moment. He, I think, he said he started in a bmw sorry correct me if i'm wrong what as in racing yeah i think he says I'm, like I'm not sure I'll, uh, no that would be I my homework apparently when he was practicing maybe i don't know but you, do you got so here's my question to you basically do you think he is in that category of people who are just getting used to their cars or do you genuinely believe this man cannot drive Oof, what a good question um I think Nikita Mazepin uh, is not ready for Formula One. Uh, I don't think he was one of the stronger drivers in F2 last year. Like, he wasn't as good as Tenoda. He wasn't as good as Mick Schumacher, obviously, because Mick Schumacher won the uh, won the championship. Uh, Callum Eilert, uh, who I think nearly won it, um, is better than... Mazepin. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's other drivers in F2. I can think of Schwartzman's I mean, yeah, probably better. Yeah, we can definitely name a lot of drivers. That yeah. Could have in that could have, yeah. yeah. So I don't think he's ready. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, you know, when you're not ready, what you need is an environment where you, your car is easy to drive and, you know, you can put solid miles on the on the clock. And that Haas car, they've literally said that we're not we're not developing this car from last year. So it was awful last year. Mm. They've not they've not put enough any money into trying to fix it. It looks like it's 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 worse. It looks like it's undrivable. You know, it's not normal. These, you know, Mazepin's a bad driver, but he's not like incapable of driving a car. Of course, uh, you yeah. know. So for someone to for 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 Mick Schumacher to to spin today, for Mazepin to spin today again, you know, uh, I think there might have been some spins in 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 practice as well. It's just not normal. So I do think some of it's a car. Unfortunately, with Mazepin, he's not going to get any sympathy. <laughs> no. You know, 
so you know like that's we like a shit driver who's you know at least got a nice personality but yeah exactly you know yeah. if if yeah you know and he unfortunately you know that's the bed that he's got a lie in so you know that's that's my take of what do you think he's do you think he's just not not good enough oh, yeah i've always just thought he wasn't he definitely wasn't ready um for formula one at all but as i said in a couple of episodes ago he's bringing in that russian money yeah and harsh need that money and look i i pray to god that that car is good next season because if it's not yeah if that car isn't good yeah, next season yeah. then uh, Gunter Steiner yeah I, I don't even know what he's doing there to be other than probably just bringing uh, attention to Haas through Drive to Survive to be honest uh, he's just the main character of Drive to Survive but yeah um okay so next race we're in Portugal Portimao. Um so um what uh, what are you looking what would you like to see in the next race? Um I'd like to see less people talk about how Ricardo is sorry <laughs> like less people talk about how Ricardo is getting used to his car okay. and more about oh my gosh I didn't expect yeah. that from Ricardo Time's up, boy. Yeah. If let me ask you a question then. If Ricardo loses to Lando Norris mm-hmm. on points mm-hmm. and qualifying this season, which is likely if he has a half a season uh doesn't have a half a season head start, or he's half a season behind, basically. Um where do you think that leaves Ricardo? In terms think, of his his career, I in think, terms of how his standing, I think we better put him in the washing machine because man's washed. Oh, <laughs> um, God forbid that happens. But yeah, it definitely puts his career out of question because now you've left Red Bull. Yeah, you're now in. We've given you a chance at McLaren. Where where yeah. do you place you now? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's a it's a techie one. Yeah, like yeah. I said, I think I think with those two, I think we're we're in for some fireworks. I think they're good. They're, they're both level headed enough not to take each other out. Mm-hmm. But I think I think Ricardo is a lot better than what he's showing now. And he is, if he's yeah. and I think if he, I think you know, out of all the drivers who are getting used to their cars, I think him. Him and science, obviously, I think science. I think science will always kind of be a tenth or two. Like, just I think he'll always be behind Leclerc, but not not far yeah. off Leclerc. That's what where, we like about science, though, because he's good in keeping up with Leclerc and kind of almost matching the energy. At the moment, yeah. we're not seeing that with Ricardo. Yeah, I th- yeah, I think Ricardo, but I think he once he comes good, I I still think he may get the best of Lando Norris. Maybe we'll have to wait for next season to do that. But as good as Lando Norris is, I think I, I don't want people to forget that Danny Ricardo is a phenomenal driver. Yeah. But, you know, we could just be seeing Lando Norris and, you know, just what a talent he is. He's, you know, he's won junior categories at every level. So, you know, this is Today a was actually boy. kick up the bum for him to kind of be like, pull your, just pull your socks up and... Pull your socks up. Yeah. yeah. yeah for sure um let's let's see let's see worse can we but he's a no. joy to have around the pits the guy's always smiling he does yeah. great interviews so you know he's a lovely guy he's a lovely guy um i would have said what i'd like to see and that's the top four i just said i wanted to see the top four not that i you know i love the i love it's crazy you know what i'm such a I'm such like an F1 purist. Like I, I love the wacky races, ah, oh, crashes, ah. But like I, like I love the strategy races. You know the races where it's boring for like yeah, an hour, yeah, yeah. and then like <laughs> the, the last fifteen half an hour is just like, oh my god, I don't know what's gonna happen. Yeah. Like I love those races. So I'm not saying I want a boring race, but I want to see. 
I want to see the pace of the Red Bull and the Mercedes. Like who who really is like the quicker car over a race distance? I have a sneaky feeling it's Mercedes, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to see I'd like to see Bottas up there. I'd like to see Perez up there. Four way battle, you know, not separated by much. Let's let's see, but you know, I think um, I think we're going to be hopefully we um, we will be able to. Obviously, yeah, it's not going to feel as long as last time because it's in two weeks. Yeah, this this yeah. three that week was a break. Long break. Was it a long felt break. worse than the yeah. winter one. Honestly, <laughs> I, uh, that was a long break. I just just I could not. I literally like mm. on my knees for some F one content. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was crazy. So um, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. But um, I think let's come back next week. We'll have a midweek one, and then we can. Mm. Let's let's have like a little discussion pod. We'll bring some people on and we'll have, yeah. a, we'll have a discussion yeah, pod about like about that. some some F one issues mm-hmm. that we maybe don't get to do in like a, a post race one. But um, I think we're going to sign off there. I think that's a good. I think that's us done. That's us done, um, guys. If you're watching this, thank you for watching. Make sure if you're if you're at this stage, give the video a like, uh, subscribe. Let us know what you think in the comments. Uh, all of that, all of that jazz. Uh, the look at the last episode; it's it's in the corner there. I don't even, you know what? It's blatantly there. Yeah. I've just <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, thank you, thank you for listening. Any any last words, Tandy? Um. profound mm. <laughs> that was an interesting race guys it was no it was it was oh, a great race interesting very interesting race we've got even more subplots coming out and look we're we're in the second race of a 23 yeah, race guys. season you know, we, we we tend as formula one fans you know we tend to get excited and run this agenda it's a long ass season this guy this is the longest season we've, we've ever had ever so relax yeah. Relax, relax. So we're going to skedaddle, but uh, thank you very much. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to YouTube, like, uh, if you're listening as a podcast, make sure you're following us so you know when we're uh, when we're next out. And and uh, I think we're on Apple Music now, so you can Yay. you can find us on Apple Podcasts. Please, if you can, leave us a review. That would be really super yeah, be sweet. Really cool, uh, so and share it with people. Let them know what we're doing. Until Portimao, uh, no, actually, until next week. That's uh, that's yeah. good night from us. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Black voices are making an impact this month and beyond. Keep listening to discover one of our favorite shows, courtesy of Acast Recommends. There's a lot of misinformation out there, but the truth remains indisputable. I'm Dr. Rashad Ritchie, and every day I'll be bringing you a full dose of truth on my show, Indisputable. We cover criminal justice, social justice, politics, racism, police brutality, and everything in between. I even make space for conservative voices, but not before they step into the bullpen, where I debate them on their policy agenda. In January, I hosted They Called Him Radical, a special tribute to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. It features myself, Senator Nina Turner, Ricky Smiley, and Sharon Reed. Together, we reflected on Martin Luther King Jr.'s legacy, his real legacy, and considered what we can all do to continue to fight for a better world. Listen to Indisputable and They Called Him Radical on Apple Podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com